The Philippine Senate begins today the plenary debates on the proposed 2020 budget. The Finance Committee Chairman Sunny Angara vows to pass the spending bill on time. But Senator Pantilo Lacson is warning of another impasse over a reported 100 billion peso insertion from the lower house. A Hong Kong protester shot by police as chaos erupts across the Chinese-ruled city. The Philippine military sends off 127 soldiers and personnel who will compete in the 30th Southeast Asian Games. And Lucio Bong Tan Jr., the oldest son of Philippine tycoon Lucio Tan, passes away. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. The Philippine Senate on track to pass the proposed 4.1 trillion peso or $81 billion national budget for 2020. Finance Committee Chairman Sonny Angara made that clear, saying they want to submit the general appropriations bill to President Duterte by mid-December. The Senate officially begins the plenary debates on the spending bill today. Angara wants a 2020 budget passed on time. He cites the slowdown in the Philippine economy for the first half of the year due to the delayed approval of the 2019 budget. Well, as the Senate gears up for plenary debates on the 2020 budget, Senator Panfilo Lacson warns of another impasse. That's if House lawmakers push for what he calls a sneaky 100 billion peso insertion in the spending bill. Lacson says it was House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano himself who mentioned that insertion. A deadlock had delayed the passage of the 2019 budget due to accusations among lawmakers of allegedly anomalous insertions. Those insertions were eventually vetoed by President Duterte. A Philippine party-less lawmaker accuses the Philippine military of planting evidence against progressive groups linked to the communist movement. Bayan Muna Congressman Carlos Zarate also claiming authorities have been fabricating stories to pin leftist activists. 57 activists, including 15 minors, were arrested in Bacolod last week. They were accused of being members of the New People's Army, the armed wing of the Communist Party of the Philippines. Hindi kami ganun kabobo na alam namin na may mga matang nakatutok sa amin, ay mag, uh, sasabihin nila doon paggagawin yung mga na, na recruitment or training ng uh, mga rebelde. Nagiging pattern na yan eh, no? dahil uh, gusto nilang ipin down, especially itong mga uh, leaders of uh, progressive organizations, no? uh, talagang magtatanim. No? Atahasan kong sasabihin yan, nagtatanim sila ng mga ebidensya. At uh, ngayon, ang nagiging padron na, ang tinatanim nilang ebidensya, hindi nalang baril. No, kung hindi, natatanim din ng explosives. No? Dahil pag uh, nakikitaan ka ng explosive, ay uh, non-bailable ito. No? This was the case here in Bacolod? Yes. No? In Escalante City? Uh, in even Escalante City. 
a local group of judges is pushing for the creation of a martial system that will protect members of the Philippine judiciary. That new unit to be partnered after the United States or make that patterned after the United States Marshal Service could be put under the direct authority of the Supreme Court, similar to marshals in Guam. Philippine Judges Association President Judge Felix Reyes explains the dedicated marshal service to protect members of the judiciary can also probe the cases of members who were already attacked. This comes after Ilocos Sur Judge Mario Bañez was gunned down Tuesday last week. Yeah. So, if we will have our own marshal who will be in charge of of doing the follow-up investigation, coordination with the other uh, uh, agency or who also in charge in investigation. So uh, the uh, the chief justice can always make a follow-up to, uh, to our own marshal, yeah. who is, of course, uh, under obligation to make a good report to our okay. chief justice. Rea says a draft proposing the creation of the martial system is already being made. 31 judges have been killed since 1999, with only around five cases resolved so far. Authorities have ruled out foul play in the drowning of a Philippine military cadet inside campus. Let's hear more from Michelle Soriano. Based on the assessment of the Philippine Military Academy, or PMA, cadet fourth class Mario Talan Jr. is a non-swimmer. The autopsy report from the PNP Crime Laboratory reveals that the cause of cadet Talan's death is asphyxia or suffocation due to drowning. There were also abrasions found on some parts of his body, which police said he may have gotten with the way he went into the pool. We're not able to see actu yung actual na pag-jump pag in po ni Cadet Telan. It is probable because of his being a non-swimmer nga na baka po instead of jumping in directly, ay baka he used yung ledge dahan-dahan uh, na bumabang ganun. The Baguio City Police says they have not seen any indications of foul play, but CCTV footage on the land swimming class will be further scrutinized. It's almost a definite na uh, wala po ditong nagbalak ng masama sa kanya or wala siyang nararamdaman na any uh, threat or intimidation. According to the PMA, the cadets were having their practical exams on that day. The first phase is where cadets were asked to swim freestyle. Cadet Telan failed this part, which means he should not have been allowed to proceed to the floating phase. So you can practice and do some more learning sa pagano sa paglangoy, and then pagretake ka ulit ng exam. On Saturday afternoon, the PMA honored Cadet Telan. The Academy also promised to offer assistance to Telan's family. Michelle Soriano, ABS-CBN News. The latest now on the unrest in Hong Kong. Police opened fire at protesters on the eastern side of the island. One demonstrator was shot at close range. He has undergone surgery and is now in stable condition, but another was critically wounded. The chaos comes a day after police officers fired tear gas to break up demonstrations now under six months. Protests in Hong Kong have flared up over the death of a student activist last week and the arrest of some pro-democracy lawmakers. 
Bolivian protesters rejoicing after President Evo Morales announced his resignation Sunday evening. Demonstrators waved flags and set off fireworks during a rally in Bolivia's capital. Morales earlier said he would step down to help restore stability after weeks of protests over his disputed election. Pressure had been ramping up on him since he was declared winner of an October 20 poll. Morales had been in power for nearly 14 years. Cambodia releases a top opposition leader from house arrest as the European Union considers punishing the country for its supposed crackdown on opponents. Here's the full story. After two years under house arrest, Cambodia freed opposition leader Kum Sokar on Sunday. But it's keeping charges of treason in place. And the joint founder of the now-banned Cambodian National Rescue Party, or CNRP, is barred from politics and from leaving the country. Outside Kumsokar's house, his lawyer says they are continuing to push for the court to drop all charges. Pressure has been growing on Cambodia's authoritarian leader, Hun Sen, to ease a crackdown on his opponents. As the European Union considers whether to cut preferential trade terms, it gives Cambodia as a least developed nation. Hun Sen, a former Khmer Rouge commander, has ruled Cambodia for more than three decades. But when Komsokar and another opposition leader, Sam Rang Si, united their rival opposition parties before an election in 2013, Hun Sen's ruling Cambodian People's Party suddenly faced a serious electoral threat. Komsokar was arrested before an election in 2017, accused of plotting with foreigners to oust Hun Sen, a charge he dismissed as nonsense. The Cambodia People's Party's subsequent election victory was dismissed as a farce by Western countries. Rang Si fled to Paris in 2015 after a conviction for criminal defamation. On Saturday, he arrived back in the region, flying into Malaysia and saying he aims to return home to rally Hun Sen's opponents. The crackdown on Cambodia's opposition prompted the European Union to begin a process to reconsider the trade preferences granted under an Everything But Arms, or EBA, trade program. Its preliminary determination is expected later this month. The EU delegation in Phnom Penh made no immediate comment. The EU accounts for more than a third of Cambodia's exports, including clothing, footwear and bicycles. Over in Australia, New, New South Wales and Queensland now under state of emergency as the country's eastern region prepares for catastrophic fires. Residents were urged to evacuate ahead of forecast hot and windy conditions that were feared to further fan fires. The bushfires have killed at least three people and destroyed more than 150 homes over the weekend. More than 850,000 hectares of forest and farmlands were also raised since Friday. Shifting gears now, Lucio Bong Tan Jr., the oldest son of Philippine tycoon Lucio Tan, has passed away. He was 53. His family confirmed the news days after Tan collapsed during a basketball game. Tan was appointed president of PAL Holdings, the parent company of Philippine Airlines, just last month. He used to head another Tan family firm, local beverage maker Tanduai. Tan Jr. is also the coach of the University of the East men's basketball team, the Red Warriors. He earned a civil engineering degree from the University of California.
And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. You can also listen to podcasts of ANC shows. Just search hashtag ANC podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. For feedback, email us at ancfeedback at abs-cban.com. Stay with us here on the News Channel.